0: welcome welcome you're listening to season six of oh my travel podcast a travel podcast that highlights women people of color and our travel community i'm your host janine aka the wild explorer and i'm your co-host martha aka martha gets it. we have a great episode for you today so let's go welcome back everyone. Martha and I have a very special guest on the show. Um, we have Pam of Vision. Pam. Oh my God. We're so <laughs> excited to have you. <laughs> I Thank you. Of words. Um, Pam, we, we go way back. We're, um, we're all sorority sisters by the way. Um, but I'm going to let you introduce yourself because you're such a dynamic person and, um, I'm really excited. We're really excited to, um, Talk all about fitness and
1: travel. Yeah, well, thank you both so much for having me on the podcast. I'm super excited to be here, and I'm excited to dive into fitness and traveling. Um, So my name is Pam, uh, aka Pam (laughs) and I am. uh, Let's see. I was born in Queens, New York. I was raised in San Antonio, Texas, and I moved to Los Angeles when I was 18, where I met both these wonderful women. Um, And I am a full-time fitness coach. um, And I've been in the space for over nine years. And yeah, my family is from, um, I am a a very proud Latina. My family is from Colombia. And um, yeah, I'm just really excited to be here today.
0: We're so excited to have you. We're always like, yes, Latina power, and anytime we bring on like a friend who we, you know, have known for years and years, um, it's always like, we just always plus. have a good time. Yes, plus plus, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, tell us about some of your some of your travels. Wait, Janine, back Wait. up, back up, back up. Oh my I know. god, oh, Pam. We know Pam, but our audience does not know Pam. So we need to start with a little icebreaker called Do You Love It? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally, like, yes, I got ahead of myself. Uh, yes. Cool. <laughs> so, Janine, uh, do you love uh, it? And yeah. Pam, do you love it? Go.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, back it up. Um, okay. Do you love it? Road trips.
1: Yes. You
0: got to think about it. Why is
1: that? Wait, am I explaining why I love it or am I just saying yes? No, you can just, yeah, you can just say you love it. You hate it. You'll,
0: you know, leave it out. Like whatever you want.
1: (laughs) Cool. Uh, I I do love road trips. And really, I just realized I love road trips by myself (laughs) or at the minimum road trips where I'm driving because I love to... Also, just like, well, I really love road trips by myself because I'm in control of the music and I like to bounce between music, uh, whether it's like hype music or sad music, and making myself cry, or listening to audiobooks, or listening to podcasts, or really just being in silence where I can hear my own thoughts and process my own things. So I love road trips, but I think I mostly love them by myself and when I'm the actual driver. <laughs>
0: I love that. It sounds very therapeutic.
1: It is. I love it. <laughs> All right.
0: Do you love and then, it? Oh, sorry. I wanted to um, chime in. When you get to um, be by yourself and you're driving, especially for long periods of time, I feel like you're no longer like thinking in your head as you would like on a normal day. You're kind of like talking aloud to you to yourself. I feel like oh, I yeah. do that, at least. Like I definitely let myself like. Like, ah, oh, what were you thinking that one time? I swear, why would we just said this? And I'm like actually speaking aloud to myself instead of just going through it in my mind.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. There's so much processing. <laughs> I love thinking and driving. It's like one of my favorite things. I
0: love it. Um, okay, do you love it running on
1: the beach? Ooh. <laughs> I do not love running on the beach, although I respect the hell out of it.
0: yeah i i feel you on that i mean running i guess it's hard on the boardwalk could be right but running on the beach yeah
1: running on the beach is really 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 hard
0: it's so hard
1: (laughs) i really would uh advise anyone to run on the beach after they've already just been running in general but if you like don't run and then you try to run on the beach it's going to be the most miserable thing to you
0: all right. Taking notes, taking notes no <laughs> on the beach. I'm taking that out of all my itineraries. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep uh, it on like a nice walk, a brisk walk on the beach. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> all right. Do you love it? Hotel gyms?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. I, I will tolerate it. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, does it depend on like the equipment they have available? Or- yes.
1: Okay. It depends on the equipment. It depends on the space. Um, some of them are just so tiny. They just fit in whatever machine is in there. And it, it's almost like it doesn't make any actual sense. And sometimes there's no space for me to actually move around. Some of them don't even have air conditioning, not that they have to have air conditioning, but I, um, in previous travel experiences, I was like in a super hot gym and I was like, oh man, this is this, I'd rather just be outside. Uh, so, and then sometimes you have people in there, um, or maybe it's like a floor that you can't really do like jumping or I do so much body weight stuff and I'm not on an actual machine that sometimes the floor is like almost too soft or sensitive that I feel like I'm going to damage things. So it really is if they've actually laid out a gym that makes sense. Um, and you just never know what you're going to get. And sometimes there's things where it's so small that someone's already in there. So you can't really rely on using it because when you go down there and you're like, okay, this is the time that I have set for my day to work out. Then you go to this tiny little gym and someone or two or three people are already in there. And you're like, okay, well, there's no space for me but this is the only time i have allotted so i try not to rely too much on the physical gym although i'll definitely always check out gyms if i'm at a hotel that has one
0: nice okay yeah they sound a little bit restrictive
1: yeah sometimes they can be
0: all right do you love it outdoor activities
1: oh my gosh i'm obsessed <laughs> love outdoor activities anything that requires being in the sun being by bodies of water or hiking and climbing things i mean honestly i just love physical activity. so outdoors really always promotes that and so i just love being outside
0: oh awesome i i agree with you (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: do you love it swimming Oh my gosh. I love swimming. I used to be, you know, fun fact. I used to be a diver and a swimmer what? when I was starting in the fourth grade.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah. So I love swimming. Um, do you love it? Walking tours.
1: I don't know if I've done too many, so I'll say I like it, uh, but it, honestly, it just depends. But again, I don't think I have enough experience to really say either, or generally I don't mind tours and generally I don't mind walking. So <laughs> sure. I like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Um, next one. Do you love it? Actually, this is the last one hit workouts or, okay. I don't know how to pronounce it when they has the two, is it the two eyes or is it just one? Yeah. I?
1: You could say hit. Okay. Hit.
0: Yeah. Do you like hit workouts?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, hit workouts are great. They get the, uh, the heart pumping and get you moving and you can be, you can get that going really fast. So I'll always take a hit workout over some mundane treadmill, you know, walking, running uh, any day.
0: Awesome. I actually had a hit workout experience with one of our other sorority sisters, CC, when I visited her in Finland, and I asked like what's the pronunciation because I want to say that she said heat, but I don't know if that was just how they say it there in Finland. It
1: like I, Oh, I, I interesting. Know. Yeah, I I've was... never heard it I've never heard it pronounced <laughs> other than hit. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, cuz I've heard different
0: and I'm like am I saying it wrong like what I was like okay it could just be a you know (laughs) they're saying it how they pronounce it (laughs) right yeah like a regional thing or because of the accent yeah makes sense they might be
1: trying to enunciate phonetically as well I don't know if that would make is that's the right enunciation but yeah you know it all works we all get it it's all hit heat (laughs) yes
0: as long as you're working out.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, as long as you're just doing the
0: thing. <laughs> uh, Pam, tell us about your
1: travels. Man, I, I regret to admit that I don't travel as often as I would like, but. That's I everyone. To, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I have been to some cool parts of the world. Um, I've visited my family in Colombia multiple times. They're from Cali. And I've also uh, been to France, uh, specifically the south of France. Um, I actually went for the Cannes Film Festival, and I was out there for two weeks, which was phenomenal. And my most recent trip was out in Thailand for about two weeks, and that was really fun. Any
0: any that sounds good. Any (laughs) yeah, I'm like uh, you've been to some really awesome places. Well, thank you. And then in the States as well, you do road trips and things
1: like that. Oh, yeah. I literally just got back from Vegas a couple days ago. (laughs) I don't know if that technically counts, but I did drive there. So that was a road trip that I
0: just took. Yeah, totally totally counts. I feel like because, I mean, I don't know if it's like a California thing or just kind of, I don't don't know if it's just a thing across. Um, Sometimes we think like, oh, it's not a trip if we're like only driving there or if it's only like you know
1: a couple hours away
0: yeah I mean I guess Vegas is so easy for us to get to that we kind of that's true yeah but it's totally traveling and I love that you love road trips
1: yeah I actually took a road trip to San Antonio during the holidays as well it was like a 24-hour road trip there and back by myself (laughs) yeah Texas is far to drive to Oh my gosh! It, it takes like
0: forever. Forever. That state is so like you could drive <laughs> like ends. a day
1: and you're still in Texas. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so true. But it um, was fun. It was fun.
0: I love that. That's awesome. Um, you've always been pretty active. Um, what's like your main focus now? Because you're <laughs> always like doing something. Um, but you're like. You've been in the fitness game for, you said, nine years, which I, like, I didn't even realize we were that old now. Um.
1: <laughs> Crazy, huh? I should say I've been coaching for nine years, but I've been in fitness my whole life.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a good way yeah. of saying it. Um, yeah. Tell us about, like, your coaching and, like, what you're what you're focusing on now.
1: Yeah. So, uh, gosh, this, I mean, how much time do we have? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Of course, the pandemic threw everyone's life off kilter, right? So the pandemic, because everything, gyms shut down and uh, everybody basically went home and online. And so because of the pandemic, I was essentially forced to create an online fitness program because there was no physical gym for me to coach at, for me to have, for me to work with. And so everybody went online. And so I created my, my signature program that I have now called Fit Thick and Fierce. And it's a 12 week fitness program. And I want to make sure that I emphasize program. It is not a 12 week challenge. I am not a fan of like fitness challenges. um, And I can go into more detail as to why, but for now, I'll just say that it's a 12 week program meant to basically kickstart some really good lifestyle changes and habits, um, that involve five arenas, which is the first one is basically just staying accountable and keeping you accountable. The second one is your nutrition, then fitness, then, uh, your mindset, and then your habits. So, um, My big thing is over the last nine years of coaching, I've realized, you know, especially coaching at gyms, I've coached at over eight gyms. Um, I have over 10,000 hours of experience coaching thousands and thousands of people. And you learn a thing or two over that time, right? And some of the things that I've learned is I can see you up to, let's say, five days out of the week, but really I'll catch you for an hour. And I don't really know what you're doing the other 23 hours of the day. I don't know what your nutrition habits are like. I don't know what your lifestyle habits are like. I don't even know where you are mentally uh, in your own fitness journey. And so me not having all that information, it's tough because then I may not see you for a week at the gym, but I wouldn't have known that maybe you were having a mental breakdown or maybe you were traveling, you know? And so that kind of stuff throws people off and they don't really know how to get back on track. And that really spirals a lot of things because it affects your habits, your mental game. It affects, you know, how you stay on your nutrition. Are you even moving your body and all that affects our overall health, our mental health um, and overall our general happiness of life. Right. So it's all so connected. I really deep dive in my program. So to to wrap and kind of go full circle to your original question janina of like where am i at now and what's going on um i have this fitness program that's that i'm doing full-time and it uh it fills my soul because i'm helping people on a much deeper level than i've been able to help the last you know eight years before this past year um and it's just really fulfilling it's really great for you know most of my clients to, to dive deep into things that they never would have done just going regularly to a gym and to tie into the theme of this, of this, um, you know, episode or this podcast is even going as far as saying like, well, why would I work out when I travel? Or why would I work out when I'm trying to enjoy my vacation? And there's so many reasons why you should or could or should, you know, I don't want to say should, because I don't, I'm not a fan of telling people what, what to do even, but if you sign up for my program, of course, I'll be like, Hey, let's, let's work on this. But you know, if you're feeling extra resistant to trying to move your body while you're on vacation, I would even just say, explore that. I would say, why do you feel resistant? What is it about it that makes you feel? And here's the thing I have, I literally have a client right now that's in Cancun, um, And it's going to be up to her whether she wants to get her workouts in or up to her whether she wants to try to be careful of what she puts in her body. That's that's on her. I never tell my clients what they should do on vacation because vacation and taking trips, that is a part of life that I think everybody should do. That is a part of life that I don't feel needs to be led with extreme restriction. And in general, I'm just not a fan of extreme restriction uh, at all. Uh, and I don't lead and coach that way either. However, moving your body should always be a part of everyday life. And so if you go on a, on a trip or vacation somewhere and you are walking all over the place or you're going on hikes or you're checking out the scenery and it allows, you know, if you go almost anywhere in Europe, you're going to be walking. So I'm like, that's great. You're walking way more than you would be here. Right. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. Like you can count that. Um, but if you're just road tripping the whole time, some benefits of getting out of the car and moving your body is because we all know that sitting is essentially the new smoking and And we want to get up and move our body and stretch and make sure that we're, we're not sitting and closing our hips so much and sitting and slouching over. So our back is not in a good position and all that stuff over time accumulates to not having a body that functions as well as it did when we were younger, which is why so many people 10 years on the line are like, Oh, I'm getting old. And it's like, it's not that you're getting old. It's that your body was not being moved enough so that it can handle the longevity of our lives. So that was a huge roundabout answer, (laughs) but that's what's going on right now. (laughs) No, I loved how you were saying about um,
0: not putting a lot of restrictions, especially when traveling, but um, you're right. It is important to just kind of move. And when you are traveling, you are moving. So we wanted to chat about what are some ways that we can keep active, but not put that roadblock on ourselves that we're working out. It's more just like, these are things that we can do to kind of do like a workout, but not call it a workout, go dancing when we're on vacation. Um, just things that we yes. can still do to stay active, but also enjoy ourselves and not really think about it as a workout.
1: Yeah. Great questions. I think first, I don't think anyone goes on vacation and is sedentary. I don't think any of us go on vacation and just sit in our hotel room the whole time, like laying down or sitting down. So I think when we go on vacation, naturally, we probably move a little bit more than we would at home because we're not working at a desk all day or whatever our our normal job that might have us, you know, being sedentary, Mm -hmm. we're actually more active probably when we go on vacation. The upside of that though is we tend to eat a lot more and we tend to eat very much outside of our normal uh, eating habits. And so people will drink more, people will eat more, um, you know, sugary things. So really it's about, it's for me, it's about balance and moderation. Um, so how do you stay active
0: when you're, when you're out? So when you go visit family, like what are some things that you do or during your road trip, what are some things that you try to do to like, keep yourself moving?
1: So on road trips specifically, when I stop for gas or if I stop to eat or go use the restroom, I'll always, uh, stand outside for a while and go into some stretches because that's going to be more important during actual drives. And in the past, uh, I actually have a really bad habit of getting drowsy behind the wheel. And so I'm super hyper aware of when that happens. I stop and I always go into like a little quick energy burst workout, but that's for other reasons, not to like get moving. Honestly, on road trips, it's a little tough because you're just trying to get to a destination. So, but I will get out of the car and stretch and make sure that I'm, I'm feeling good because when I'm driving, of course, I try not to slouch. I have my seat completely upright. Um, I try to make sure that I'm not leaning to one side or the other, because all that stuff, you eventually wake up and you're like, or not wake up, but like, you'll get out of the car, maybe wake up the next day and be like, man, my shoulder or my back or my hip or my knee. And something always spills off, but that's because we were like leaning to one side or something. But if I was to go visit family, then and let's say I'm visiting family. So I'm staying, for example, if I go to Columbia and I stay at my grandma's house, there's not like a gym there. Um, and I don't have a vehicle, which family can take me to the gym. But what I actually did the last time I went to Columbia, which was really fun is I found a CrossFit gym out there because my, my coaching experience is coming from the CrossFit world. And when I went, I went to a CrossFit gym to go take a class and through talking to the coaches and the owners there, they found out that I was a coach based out of Los Angeles. And they were like so excited and so thrilled that they, they asked if I could coach a class there, <laughs> which was really cool. <laughs> so I've officially coached in other countries, which is really funny. Uh, but, you know, I just found ways to go to the gym out there. Um, but again, I am i don't know if I'm your I don't think I'm your average person that just goes on vacation and wants to make sure that they work out. I think your average person, um, is going to have an itinerary and they're going to go do things. And so really, if you're walking and you have things to do, I think that's great. Like if you have, if you're going to go to the beach, like go to the beach and go swim in the water or (laughs) like Janine was saying, go take a run on the beach or you know, when it comes to hit workouts, you can get some really intense stuff done in like five or 10 minutes. So I think also another thing is when you're on vacation and you're traveling, I don't think anyone needs to think about working out for an hour. Uh, you can get a lot of intense work done in a very short period of time. So if your concern is, well, I don't want to take an hour out of my day of vacation and touring and seeing what this beautiful city has to offer, by like working out in a gym, then that might come from the mindset of like, this, this is going to take too long. Honestly, you can do something for 15 minutes in your hotel room and then hop in the shower and get ready for your day and feel good knowing that you moved your body, um, before you went off and enjoyed your, your trip. Right. So there's so many different things that you can do. It really depends on the person and what your preferences are.
0: Yeah, definitely. You mentioned hotels and like you know, getting a, like a quick workout in before you're getting ready for the day. Are there like certain things you like doing, like in your hotel room, like whether it be like I don't know what you call them, like dips, like on a chair, or um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if like traveling with like resistance bands would be a good idea. Or I'm just like spewing out whatever fitness stuff that I know. But um, <laughs> yeah, is yeah, there, yeah. Good little or apps that you could
1: use. Mm-hmm. What so would- let's see when it comes to anything that you might take with you, of course, making sure you have space and your luggage is crucial because you want to be able to bring things back. So of course you don't want to take up too much space. The only two things I would think of if you wanted to take something would be like a resistance band that you can like put around your thighs and possibly a jump rope. That's the only thing. The only those are probably the only two things I would take on an actual like in my luggage because if they don't have equipment there in the gym, if I'm at a hotel or uh, maybe I'm staying at my grandmother's in Colombia, so there's obviously going to be no equipment there. At that point, you just focus on body weight movements, and so body weight movements would be things like like dips were something that you mentioned. Like you can put your hands against a the edge of a couch or a chair or a bed and do some dips. But even on a simpler version of that would be push ups, sit ups,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, squats, burpees, any kind of like, you know, jumping movement where there'd be like jumping jacks or, you know, lateral jumps where you jump side to side, uh, lunges, all kinds of ab work. So there's so many body weight movements that don't require you to have any equipment that you can do. And what I like to do is the first thing is I would pick around, um, three movements, one that's going to get your heart rate going. So something that's like really active. So burpees or jumping jacks or lateral jumps, um, mountain climbers, I would pick one of those. Then I would pick something that requires me to kind of get a pump with my muscles, right? So, push ups, for example, you're gonna feel that if you do several push ups, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, these feel so hard. Um, and something that might complement the top and bottom. So, maybe I'll do burpees, or actually, maybe I'll do jumping jacks, then I'll do push ups, and then maybe I'll do uh, lunges so that I can kind of also complement my upper body with my lower body. And then my favorite kind of workouts to do that are quick and dirty are what we call EMOMs. So EMOMs uh, is, stands for every minute on the minute. And so maybe I'll do a quick 15 minute EMOM where I'll do, let's say 15, um, let's see, let's say I'll do 30 jumping jacks the first minute with whatever time is remaining, I'm going to rest. The second minute, I'll do 15 pushups. And maybe if you can't finish, do all 15 pushups within the minute, you modify and drop to your knees. And if you're dropping to your knees and you still can't do 15 in the minute, then drop that rep range to 10. Then with whatever time is remaining, you rest there. Then on the third minute, I'll do, let's say 20 lunges. If you can't do, you know, 20 lunges in that timeframe with, with rest remaining, then drop it to like 10 or 12. And then I'll repeat that again on the fourth minute back to the jumping jacks. And I'll basically go through all three movements, uh, five rounds um, to equal the 15 minutes. And after 15 minutes, you're dying because it's because you're on a time, you're on a timer and it's not just like leisurely going. And then you're good for the day. You know, you get a little like workout in and you don't, you don't have to think too much about it. You didn't have to have equipment. You don't even have to go anywhere. You can do it right there in your hotel room. That's
0: awesome. I love like anything that you could just like quickly do in the privacy of your home- own hotel, and then mm-hmm. go on with your day. Um, I wanted to talk about after you get back from traveling. Um, some of us might feel bloated or just like you know sluggish. Um, need to just but full have- of regret because we didn't <laughs> yeah. do anything. Yes. <laughs> what are some post travel tips you know to kind of get back into get back into it
1: (laughs) you know this is a really great thoughtful question that I don't think most people actively think about but we all experience when we get home (laughs) so when we when we come back here, here are my thoughts on that the first thing when you get back from traveling is To really, A, give yourself some grace, allow yourself to have truly enjoyed that trip without feeling regret, Martha. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Right. Enjoy that you took some time out. Um, Don't, don't make yourself feel bad for things that you wish you could have done. Like, oh, I wish I could have eaten healthier or I wish I could have worked out. Like, you know, Did you enjoy your trip? The answer should hopefully be yes. Then keep it moving, you know? But once you get back home, I say the first thing is, is to allow yourself to rest and recover. And what that looks like is honestly sleep. That's really what that's going to look like. Um, Especially if you're coming from different time zones, you need to get your body back into its circadian rhythm, which is the time that you should be asleep versus the time that you're awake. And so sleep and recovering needs to be your first priority. And if you're feeling physically bad, let's say you're feeling, A, you're probably gonna be feeling super tired. You're probably gonna feel not that great like because you just had all kinds of food that your body probably wasn't used to. And so hydrating is gonna be really important and just slowly getting back into your routine. Um, Most of my clients and people in general that I've worked with, It normally takes people about a week, excuse me, to feel like they're getting back into their normal routine, depending how long their trip was and where they came from. So I just went to Vegas this past weekend and I was only there from Friday morning to Sunday night. And I drove there and back and I went to a fitness like competition. I didn't drink. I didn't like stay out crazy late. I didn't do any of the normal Vegas things that you would think of. I went there to watch people fitness. So I still came back dead. Uh, I was so tired that I actually ended up sleeping, um, the night, the next, that night for like 10 hours, um, because I was so tired. And so really, I would just say, give yourself grace, allow yourself to rest and recover, hydrate, sleep, and allow yourself about, you know, a couple days to kind of get back into your groove and not feel like, oh my gosh, I got back on Sunday, Monday, I need to get back into it. No, give yourself like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday to kind of get back into it. Don't make yourself feel bad. And if I, like, I didn't go back to the gym for a couple of days because I was trying to listen to my body. And it, my body was telling me how, that I was very tired. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I would say when you're coming back is give yourself some grace, give yourself some time to, and try to get back into your routine, but slowly ease into it without making yourself feel so bad. It's hard because you feel like you're just missing and losing days, but you, you gotta listen to your body first and foremost.
0: Definitely. And you bring up a really good point is just like, listening to what you need you don't need to go straight back into it and then so many people say like oh I need a vacation from my vacation and it's kind of a real thing where it's like I just need like a minute to to kind of Mm -hmm. uh rejuvenate my body and just you know feel better again um I love that absolutely um So when you had mentioned Vegas earlier, I was thinking like, oh, like Vegas, Vegas, having like, you know, going to the (laughs) pools and stuff like that. You went like, it was kind of more of a work thing,
1: right? no, it wasn't work. I went to go spectate and just like enjoy, um, enjoy a a CrossFit regional competition. And uh, so I just went to spectate. So we were indoors inside of an arena in air conditioning, but I got up early. We went to bed late in terms of like how early we were waking up. But yeah, there was no drinking. I was hydrating with water all day. I wasn't in the sun. It was like 110 degree, hot, dry heat over the weekend. But that just comes to show how much more when you add drinking, when you add being out in the sun, at the pool, eating all this other stuff, how much more you really take your body to a level of like, that it's not used to. I didn't even do that much. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even get that much of a chance to work out. To be honest, uh, I was only there again for like two and a half days. But that's how much my body felt. And I didn't even do all the other things that we, most people do when they go on vacation. So it just comes to show how in tune you have to be with your body to really understand like when it's really not feeling good. Um, and alcohol is always going to make you feel trash. I, I don't. you know, everyone loves, a lot of people love to drink and it's something that I will never tell people to not do, but it's going to trash your body, whether you like it or not. And so you have to understand how you're going to feel after that and basically manage those expectations.
0: Yeah. So to kind of go back to, you know, things that you could just kind of opt for um, doing that will help you stay active while, um, while traveling So we talked a little bit about, like, for example, if you're going to Europe, most cities are super walkable. So you're going to be doing lots more walking. Maybe you're opting to do some sort of activity where it's like a hike. Um, Mm -hmm. Are there like other things that you, I mean, do you, you know, skip the elevator every once in a while and take the stairs (laughs) or like, let's talk a couple (laughs) other little like, just easy tips, um, they're just that, I guess, are not so like working out, but it's a way of staying active while traveling and not even like really realizing the difference.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's really funny that you said that. This past weekend, the elevators were actually broken. So I had to take oh. seven flights of stairs down and up. <laughs> No, yeah. one of the hotels in <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> well, the elevator being closed was awful, but like it was just crazy because there was so much chaos. Uh, but yes, that's a really great example. You know, take take the stairs. One thing that I also like to do is if I have, uh, I know most people probably, I mean, I don't know. I, I like to carry things uh, as opposed to maybe having it roll. And that's just because there's this really funny thing uh, in the CrossFit world called odd object carry, where you just carry something odd for uh, an amount of time to whatever you need to do. So I always pretend that I'm doing an odd object carry, where I'm like, maybe I have a backpack or a bag slinging on one side, and it feels really heavy. And usually in those moments where I'm like, you know what, I just want to stop walking for a second while I'm, let's say, going from the car to the hotel room, or from somewhere to the airport and i have to walk with this stuff i will play little mind games with myself of like don't put the bag down keep carrying it because i can feel my muscles like they're getting tired they're like this is getting heavy and i'm like no but this is mental training now <laughs> so like i'll keep holding on to it because i'm like no i can't put it down until we get to our destination and so those are little fun games that i play with myself and i'll take you know yes i'll take the stairs or i Sometimes I will, uh, I'll take my dog with me. And so of course, having a dog requires you to go outside and go take the dog out. Or if there's a pool in the hotel or body of water nearby, like I'll, I just love to jump in, in water and I'll take a swim and just be out. Um, So yeah. And if you can, instead of taking, you know, when you're out, especially being somewhere that you're not familiar with in a new city somewhere that you're traveling to, I always like to look on Google maps to see how far the drive is versus the walk. And I'll see if the walk isn't crazy and whoever I'm with, and we're all wearing shoes that can handle walking for some time, I'll opt to walk to the location versus like grabbing a taxi or an Uber or, um, or instead of all that, you can also take opt-in and maybe rent a bike and go explore the city on a bicycle. Um, so those are all really fun little side things that you can do where you can kind of get active without intentionally being like, okay, I'm going to the gym to, to work out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah,
0: I love all those little things. Um, yeah. Uh, Pam, I want to ask you one last question. Mm -hmm. Why do you travel?
1: Oh my gosh. Why don't I travel? Um, I travel really to explore this vast world that we live in and really to just learn more about myself and to, to see how other people live, to explore and learn about other cultures, um, human interaction. I mean, really just learning about the world and, and, and gaining experience that I may never get the opportunity to do again, you know? Right, no, I love that. I, um, that's, that's a perfect answer.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <Thank> um, <you. laughs> yeah, there's just so much to see and why, why wouldn't we wanna at least try to see as much as we
1: can? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I don't have any children right now and I, I plan to have children. So right now it's like, well, where can I go explore, especially if I wanted to go by myself, right? Where can I do this self-exploration and how often can I go? And that's important to me to go do before I bring my children along with me, you know? Yeah,
0: no, definitely. I definitely think that that's important. I tried to go to places that I wouldn't that we're gonna kind of like lit that i would limit myself with if i was going with kids so um right i, de- I definitely saved love. like for our honeymoon for example my husband was like well let's go to hawaii and i was like hawaii is very kid friendly we
1: will go there eventually like we need right. to go
0: somewhere where it's dangerous <laughs> <laughs> right
1: <laughs> we have to do some, do some crazy shit before the kids come through <laughs> I was like, we're not going to take the kids on safari, are we? And
0: he's like, well, no, I'm like, exactly. So we need to do that. That's the type of stuff we're going to (laughs) do.
1: We're going to be around (laughs) lions and tigers and bears. So, well, not bears, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Pam, where can
0: everyone find you?
1: You can find me online (laughs) uh, on Instagram at pambition. So the word ambition, you just throw a P in front of that. That's where you can find me and all my fitnessing. And really that's where I like to live. So that's, that's all I'll, I'll shoot out there.
0: Amazing. Well, we're going to link that in the show notes. And we just want to thank you for coming on and just sharing all your valuable knowledge about just, you know, all these amazing ways on staying fit, staying active while traveling. Um, and if anyone needs some accountability, I'm sure Pam could, could help out with that, with her course.
1: <laughs> Give your girl a holla, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> or just thank you general so questions, yeah.
1: Well, thanks so much, Pam, and we will see you soon. Awesome, thank you both so much for having me on. I was very excited to come on and share share some knowledge. And I hope this helps your listeners for those of you that are all traveling and safe travels. Thank you. Likewise. Bye everyone. Bye.
0: That's our episode. Please remember to subscribe and follow for new episodes dropping every Tuesday. If you enjoyed our show and our guests, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Oh, my travel podcasts at the wild explorer and at Martha gets it. And please feel free to share this with your friends and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.
1: Bye.